okay, despite the fact that she's been coughing and gagging for the last five minutes because she tried to drink some Diet Coke a little while ago and it went down the wrong pipe, uh, we're going to try to do a podcast with a special guest today, my wife, Susan, on this week's episode of Take a Shower, Show Up on Time and Don't Steal Anything, starting right now. Cough and gag one more time before we get started. Yeah, that would actually help. Go ahead, go okay. ahead, go ahead. <laughs> Jesus. All right. Um, so what happened? Uh, first sip out of the cup, down the wrong pipe. Okay. Uh, it does happen. Um, uh, we're going to talk about different things today because I, I, I had an inspiration because um, I noticed that we have more listeners on the podcast when I have a guest. Allison was a guest a couple of weeks ago. She did a great job. And uh, I was going to have a woman on today to talk about the benefits of being beautiful and the downsides of being beautiful. But then I think she got a little bit embarrassed because I don't think she really wanted to talk about that um, because it would seem arrogant. But I think it'd be a really good topic to talk about somebody about the benefits of being beautiful and then the downsides of being beautiful. But we're not going to do that. We're going to talk about something that you said about me Yesterday, because what did I, what was I getting frustrated about yesterday? I was talking about something frustrating, like career wise and work wise. You know, just being uh, somebody that's more pushy and climbing the ladder, and you know. Well, I think I was talking about some like radio people who like get noticed, and and uh, you know, like, like a Ryan Seacrest or a Bobby Bones or something like that, who I totally respect, but I don't think that I'm a whole lot less talented than they are, but I'm just going, well, what is the difference between somebody who gets noticed like a Bobby Bones or a Ryan Seacrest and then somebody like me who's, you know, done well and I'm happy with what I've done, but it's not like I'm syndicated all over the world or anything. And so what is the difference? What have I not done or what have I done that has not helped me? You're not aggressive that way. You're not business of aggressive, like demanding like, I want this. You need to do this now. I'm not going to wait any longer. You're nicer. Kind of a pussy. <laughs> kind of. So. That's why I do all the negotiations. Well, in the right. But but don't you think that if you. See, I always like being a nice person. And I never like to brag about myself or push myself on other people. And, uh, and I always like to help other people. But what I've noticed over the years is not a lot of people have ever wanted to help me. You know what I mean? I mean, name somebody who, you know, I've had some help along the years, no question. But what I, I, I just wonder, besides being an asshole and being aggressive, that's not what I, that's not that's what not I would your do. not personality. No, huh? No. So, I mean, nobody's going to give it to you. And if you stand back, <clears throat> sorry, still coughing, um, you know, everybody else is looking out for themselves. And unless you be aggressive for yourself and, you know... Make your claim. It's not going to happen. So what have I done right? Not to make this all about me, but I'm trying to get in the podcast things that people can get something out of. So when you talked about how I'm not aggressive enough or assertive enough, and I sit and, you know, listen, I'm not feeling sorry for myself. Everything's fine. <laughs> but but I look at some people who really get ahead and get, you know, whatever that's kind of attention or whatever. And I just say, well, what can I learn from my mistake so I can pass along to you, listen to the, to the podcast that you won't make the same mistake. So sum it up. You've known me for 33, 33 years this July. So I have 
not been aggressive enough, not been pushy enough. And like, can you tell me an exact, like, specific well, example? Also, socially. I mean, you aren't a big fan of uh, schmoozing and going out to lunch and hanging with the the team and, you know, rubbing elbows with the big wigs. You're, that's not your thing. You'd rather, you know, relax at home, read a book. And those people that are getting ahead are doing all those things that you are not comfortable doing. So whereas I like to come home and read a book or go for a walk or go running um, or, you know, watch TV, then you're telling that I should be going out. I should have been going out to lunch and rubbing elbows with the big wigs. Selling yourself, asking for things, demanding for things. And, you know, those people did it. Well, if that's what it would have taken was to go out to with, with lunch with a lot of people, then I think I would. I think I made the right decision because I don't want to go to lunch. <laughs> I know I don't. you don't. I don't want to go to lunch. I yeah. mean, I don't. I like to go to lunch with people that I want to go to lunch. But I think one thing that I don't ever do is I don't do things just to get ahead. If that makes sense. I mean, I do, but I would never manipulate people by going out to lunch and pretending that I like them. <laughs> just to get ahead because I don't that's just not my style well, I think you you get things on your merit your talent but you get just enough you don't get all the extras and all the you know things that other people because they're not only doing that bare minimum they're asking for more they're you know driving their brand so to speak and I don't you're not aggressive enough to drive your brand for Ah, this really things. is really revealing. So what have I done right in the last 30 years? What have I done right? Be yourself. I mean, you're you know naturally talented and you do what you enjoy doing, but you stay away from the things that you don't enjoy doing. And there lies the fact that you aren't aggressive like uh, Elvis Duran or uh, Bobby Bones. You are a... Great talent in Minneapolis for 25 plus years. And and I'm <clears throat> really happy with that. But again, like I said, I'm not trying to change me. It's too late to change me. I'm too old to like, you know, to like, you know, not really. I mean, are you ever really too old to to change? Mm, certain things, yeah. Certain things, yeah. I think so. But I don't want to give the idea that I'm not happy because I am happy. I'm just more puzzled at some certain things. But if this is going to be about you, listen to the podcast... What can somebody learn from my experiences here in basically just doing the same job for 26 years? Well, if you're comfortable, you know, kind of hanging back and not, you know, worried about climbing the ladder and jumping over people and you're happy with your, what you're doing and you're happy with how you are doing, then I don't think anybody needs to change. But if you want bigger and flashier things, then you have to be a bit aggressive, flashy, go out to that lunch, go out to that dinner, go have drinks with people, schmooze, you know, butter up people, all that stuff you See, hate. Yeah, and all, and all that stuff is what is I hate. So if that were the trade-off, then I'm definitely happier yep. doing this rather than getting home and going, oh, well, me and the boss are going to go out tonight. We're going to go to a strip club and then we're going to go to a concert. Then we're going to go to the after party. It's like, no, that's just not me. Nope. Okay. Um, uh, what? Let me ask you this one. Does it, switching gears kind of differently here, when we go out and sometimes people will say, oh, there's Dave Ryan. Most people are like, you know, they're, they're like, say hi. And, and does it ever bother you? 
when we go out and people recognize me? No. No, never does? No. I'm so used to it. Really? It's been so long. It just, it seems like uh, just part of the package. I'm just used to it. I mean, I guess I if there was one, it, there's been a couple times that you recall that people have started talking to us and then we realize how many beverages they've had and then they don't stop oh, talking. God. Remember the time we were at Lola's we Lake were, House? Yeah, we were at Lola's uh, in Waconia and there was a woman, oh, I felt bad for her in a way because she was eating dinner alone at the bar and she was drunk and she was getting drunker and she would not stop no. talking to us. So it was me on the right, you were in the middle and then yep. she was on your left and she started leaning across you and talking to, talking to us and uh, and she listened to the show and anybody like that I'm always going to be nice to um but she was drunk and it was like five o'clock in the afternoon and then there's a guy sitting next to me I didn't know him on my right side and nope. he tried to save us by pulling the conversation over toward him which annoyed her and it came right back to you and then what happened next well she kept she kept talking she wouldn't you know, I got up, I think went to the bathroom, came back, tried to put my coat on, and she just would not stop. I think we finally just got up and left. Well, yeah, that's when she hit me. Do you remember that? Vaguely. She, I said something like, I, I, I said something like, okay, you need to stop. And then she like kind of like playfully kind of backhanded me. <laughs> and I was like, okay. And then she, I will say this, she then wrote an email a couple of days oh, later right. and that. she said, I apologize um, for ruining your dinner. And I wrote her back and I said, you did ruin our dinner <laughs> um, because she did. But, you know, but at the same time, I kind of felt bad for her because she was there getting drunk, eating alone. See, there you go again. There's your big heart, Dave, not aggressive, not okay. pushy, so you're just saying sweet. I need to be, I'm going to call this podcast, my <laughs> wife says I need to be more of an asshole. <laughs> Would you say that if I had been more so so where's what's the difference? You, do you be more of an asshole and nobody likes you and nobody likes to work with you, or do you go out go out and have all these drinks and dinner and go to the go to the different parties? It's a matter of did you want to work in L.A. or New York or you know I don't. I know. mean, I'm not doing bad. <laughs> no, but so okay. What else do I want to ask you? What, um, uh, what was the guy? I can't remember the story that was. Um, he started talking to you and we were, oh, it was at the sushi restaurant. And literally, I never got one word to talk to oh. you. That was also a yeah. really bad one. Yeah, that was really that was really awful. And, and I think you were almost <laughs> in tears that day because you were so angry or upset. Well, it's like we hardly, hardly get, you work so much, you, you know, are gone a lot, work at night. We don't get a lot of time to go out. And I think it was, a, we decided to go out to lunch one work day and we rode the motorcycle there and I was so excited for it and it just went south real fast. Well, we sat at the sushi bar where the chef makes the sushi right in front of you. So he starts talking and <clears throat> he just wouldn't stop talking to me, mm -hmm. totally ignoring you, but he kept talking to me the entire time and you got pissed and pretty soon you're on your phone and after a while I could tell you were annoyed but <laughs> I just kind of turned my back <laughs> okay but it, let me ask you a question should and you were really pissed because that was our time together and he ruined mm -hmm. it and uh, would that have been an occasion where an assertive person would have been an yeah. asshole and said you know what I gotta tell you love talking to you 
but I'm here with my wife. I want to spend yep, some time you, talking to her. You could have said, dude, dude, you know, we've caught up enough. Let let us eat. You know, I'm here with my wife. Thanks. Um, <laughs> uh, okay, but you, this is, there is a theme here. So the theme is be more of an asshole. But then... <laughs> no, you don't have to be an asshole. But you just have to be, not just let somebody else keep going and going and going and going. Okay. What about, let's talk a little bit about Julie. Everybody knows about Julie, and we're not going to badmouth Julie because Julie and I get along well now, but Julie is my ex, who uh, that's Chase's mom, and she was not always that easy to get along with. <laughs> you saw this thing from the very beginning. Was I not enough of an asshole, or was I too assertive or not aggressive enough with Julie, or how, what do you observe from Not that? aggressive enough. What should I have done? Well, she just bullied and stomped right on top of you constantly. Like what, for example? uh, His name. No uh, ability to participate in the naming. She would send bills without even consulting, you know, for things that were very unnecessary. And (laughs) my favorite was when Chase went, this is about 10 or more years ago. Chase was at Buffalo Wild Wings, and he choked just like you've been choking on the Pepsi the, yes. for the for the last thirty minutes. Um, Chase choked on a piece of chicken at Buffalo Wild Wings. Julie was convinced because he couldn't clear his throat that he must have swallowed a chicken bone. So she took him to the emergency room. They gave him an X-ray to make sure he didn't swallow a chicken bone. Of course, he had not. And then she sent me the bill for it. Yep. Now. Not that if if you got a kid and they need to go to the emergency room, of course you pay your fair right. share. You don't call the other parent and say, "Hey, is it okay?" They cut their arm open. They're squirting blood. Right. Is it okay if I take them to the emergency room? But things like that, you're saying again, be more aggressive. Yeah, yeah. You just said, "Okay, how much do I owe?" That's not exactly true. No, I <laughs> bitched, and 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 I had an attorney, and he basically said, "There's really nothing you can do." Well, and the best part was when he had always nicer phones and computers this was true this was (laughs) julie grew up wealthy and i did not grow up wealthy i grew up just fine and susan grew up at about the same income level that i did you were a little bit maybe a little bit higher than we were but um chase was spoiled with everything i mean here was like a 12 year old kid that would come and see his dad and he would have a newer nicer phone than me a brand new computer He had customized, remember when he had customized, monogrammed (laughs) luggage, and then Julie kept wanting more money. And I kept saying, he's already got enough. If you got enough to get him fucking monogrammed (laughs) luggage and he's 12 years old, and this is not any kind of a knock on Chase. Chase is the best kid. He He is is so sweet. He's got such a good heart, and I love him so much. But it used to really annoy me because I would call Chase on Tuesdays. That was the one night out of the week when Chase and I would have a conversation. And it was like, okay, Chase, you be around the house or expect a phone call on Tuesday night. We'll talk for 45 minutes or so. I would call him on Tuesdays, and that was the day that new video games would be released. He was always being driven down to the game store with his mom to get the latest game for his Nintendo uh, uh, GameCube or his Xbox. Wasn't there a stack of like a foot high when they weren't even in the case? Just Yep. Hundreds of them. Yeah, he had hundreds of DVDs. You know the game, the game discs. Uh, they weren't in the cases; they were just stacked on top of each other. And I was like, Ugh. 
but I didn't say anything because Chase would get his feelings hurt and those if I said something. And stacked in the room that was made into a... Uh, they made him a kung fu studio. Kung fu yeah. studio with mats and yes. all in the house. Okay. Yeah. So yeah. again, I don't want... Never saw I, that. I don't want anybody to think it. that I'm bad-mouthing Chase at all. But Chase was, let's face it, he was very spoiled. But at the same time, look at Carson. Carson's spoiled too. He's he's You know he's way too spoiled. Well, he is spoiled, but uh, Chase was on him bit of a different level. You think so? <laughs> oh, yeah. Do you think that one of the he reasons... He a, a piece of furniture in his room that was, what, $5,000 that had tens of thousands of trinkets in Chase it? Chase had a display case in his room that somebody would buy for like a big china cabinet, and he had it loaded with just, I don't know, just trinkets and expensive sunglasses, and, and, um, and I was like, wow, she spends so much on this kid, but don't you think... That one of the reasons that we spoil Carson and get Carson a little bit more than we should give him is because we looked at Chase and we said, "Well, we're going to do the same thing for for no." no. I I didn't look at anybody else. I mean, literally, when Carson was little, I would go to Target twice a year, fall, summer, or fall, spring, and buy a bag full of clothes, and he would wear them and wouldn't care what he was wearing. It wasn't until like. Eighth, seventh, eighth grade, he started to care about his clothes, but I never like bought him expensive clothes when he was growing up. He's no. probably making up for it a little bit now, but Allison, girl clothes were way more expensive at an earlier age than Carson. Because, like I said, I would go and buy the Target brand, buy 10 sh- t shirts, 10 shorts, four swimsuits, and a right. couple pair of tennis shoes, and he'd be fine. Okay, so back to the being more of an asshole, being more aggressive <laughs> with Julie. You, I could have been more aggressive with her, too. Absolutely. Okay. Any other places where I could have been more aggressive? I was assertive. I don't want to call anybody out, but, but um, I had to talk to one of the neighbors yesterday about something that they were doing that we didn't like mm-hmm. so I don't want to call anybody out but but I went and did it yeah but I was nice about it yeah. and we both left smiling so but I was not after you had told me yesterday to be more aggressive I was not going to just sit there and let it happen so I went and talked to the neighbor about well, it well I think it, like if it's a first time you don't have to be aggressive right out of the gate but if you something has been kind of you know, nagging at you or you're watching something from afar. It's been a while and you've been seeing the same thing happen and, and you can start amping up the aggression. <laughs> well, because the for, the last thing you want to do with a new neighbor is to be like, you know, I mean, we've lived in the same house for 15, 16, almost 16 years and they're a new neighbor and they, they I don't want to get things off on the wrong foot right. because, you know, we're probably going to still be here for a while. Yep. Um, all right. So let's talk about Carson. Uh, how are we both doing with Carson leaving in another three months to go to Boston? I go back and forth. About what? One day I'm like, oh, I'm so excited for him. He's got so much to look forward to. He's worked so hard for this. You know, I'm I'm happy for him. And then the next day I'm like, oh, I'm not going to see him do all these things in real life. You know, all of his college gains and the different things he's doing. It's all going to be via FaceTime and see him like... Mm -hmm. Four times before the end of the school year. Yep. I don't know. I just, I don't know. but I'm trying to lean towards more of the excited for him. I mean, he really has earned and scraped and worked to get where he's at. And I am very proud of him. Yes, he has. And we told him because he had uh, offered to go to St. Thomas and a big scholarship. I mean, a big scholarship because he had earned it. Um, but he really 
wanted to go to Berkeley in Boston, which is a music school. And if you he's don't know wanted that. to go there since he learned about it, and I'd say ninth grade. Um, uh, Justin Timberlake just got an honorary doctorate from there. Yep. And who is the other one? Missy Elliott. Missy Elliott just got an honorary doctorate. Or she spoke at the graduation, one or the other. Yep, Maybe both. Uh, yeah, she got both. And uh, so it's definitely a big school. But he was kind of on the fence. And I told him one day, well, he had to decide in the next couple of days. And I said, Carson, don't take what mom and I might want into account. You don't worry about the scholarship money. You don't worry about being away from me and mom. You decide on which one you want to go to. And like an hour later, he had decided. Thanks, Dave. Yeah, because he... Well, you know, if you hadn't said that. I mean, he would have gone to St. Thomas, <laughs> likely, and that would have been great. And it is a little no, bit heartbreaking. He, would have, he wouldn't have... He wouldn't have been happy, and he wouldn't have done as well, and he would be sitting there going, oh, like what I could be here right now, and yeah, it's it's the right thing. Um, I knew in my heart of hearts he would pick that anyway. Did you? I did. Um, Who wouldn't, right? What else can I ask about? So is, uh, is Car- Carson is just like me. He's not an asshole. He's not aggressive. No. Do yeah. you see a problem with him? Yep. <laughs> what do you mean? He, I, I, he is, Here's a kid who really won't uh, advocate for yeah. himself. And that, I, I do worry about that because, uh, well, I feel like he's in a place and the school will be helpful, but, you know, he's competing against a lot of other people, whatever route he takes. And if he's going to sit back and be quiet and nice, he's going to get left on the sidelines and, you know, he's got to learn that. So aggressiveness. So then teach your kids. How do you teach your kids to be aggressive and, and stand up for themselves? I mean, I didn't teach that to Carson, but well, part of it, I think you have to have a bit in you already. I mean, I, I'm not super aggressive, but I know when I think something is right and I will speak about it and go for it and, you know, kind of challenge people. So, I mean, if you're kind of quiet and shy, eh, don't really want to bother with it. I'm more the person that would bother with it and try to. Well, no, it's true. Well, you think about Carson, there was a couple of times when you would get on him because he would get in band, he would get like the part of the bass drum or the triangle. Right. And other people would grab the good parts like yeah. the snare drum or the timpani or whatever in a, in a, in a concert yep. um, or on a piece of music. And you would say, Carson, you've got to be aggressive. You've got to tell him I'm a senior. You're going to get to do this one day, but I get to play the big parts. Yeah, and well, he, and he wouldn't really do it. No, it's, I mean, it's funny because it was girls. The girls were aggressive. They would run and grab it, and you know, he's just standing there watching them all do it. And he's like, shrug his shoulders. He's like, whatever. And I'm like, you can't say whatever because whatever you're gonna lose out okay but then would he have gotten in trouble from it being a girl and her saying oh well you think that just because you're a boy that <laughs> oh i don't think he would have said that he was like hey i mean i would have had him say last time you took that one i'm gonna get this one you know something okay. like that but well, i think it all comes down to you i think that i have such a sense of i expect people to treat me fairly because i treat them fairly and I've learned in my life that just because that's the expectation doesn't mean no. that people are going to do it. No, most um, people are only looking out for themselves. And I think that's very true. Um, and I think that the, if you take anything and expect people to do the right thing, and you say, okay, you do the right thing, I'll do the right thing. A lot of the time, you hold up your end of the bargain, but other people don't hold up their end of the bargain. I always try to 
look out, do the right thing for you, you know, but other people might not be as, you know, worried about, oh, he's my partner, he's my teammate, you know, whatever. I would always do the right thing for my team and not try to, like, gain one over on them. You know, I've know. worked I've worked with some people who were better team players than others. And um, uh, we're not going to call anybody out, but there are some people who were just basically in it for, for themselves. themselves. And uh, there were some, and, and they were really awful people to work with. And there were some other people who were just like the, the most gracious, and I'm not going to say who's on either side, because yeah. if I say one, then they'll say, well, why didn't you say me? Or whatever, because I know that some people who used to listen, who used to work on the show, listen to the podcast. There were some good ones and there were some bad ones. And they would say the same about me. Some of them would say, oh, Dave was a really great guy. And I think other ones that would say, oh, well, I don't think any of them, I hope none of them would say Dave is an asshole. What are you doing? <laughs> you don't look at me like most of the time. You look like well, away from I'm me. I'm <laughs> thinking, I'm thinking. <laughs> I'm like trying so to figure I'm, out, do I have something on my face? You're awful shiny. Why are you so shiny? <laughs> I don't know. It's the lighting. So, um, okay, we were talking about people who worked on the show. I don't know. Do you think that I'm an easy person to work with or work for? I mean, you don't oh, work for me. no. Well, I What mean, would be the you... bad part about what do I do? What... Well, you've always been an extremely hard worker and you expect the same out of people you work with. And, you know, you expect um, the same level of dedication as you put in and, you know. That's probably a lot more than most people expect. Oh, no. There's <laughs> there's definitely been... A, I mean, you and I can both think of somebody who is no longer on the show who I couldn't get any work out of them. And honestly, I should have fired them two weeks into when they got yeah. there. Two weeks into it, I knew that they were a, but just it, not right. At the same time, though, you probably worked too hard and a I lot think of that's, times. And I think that's true. I work too hard and... Uh, I get annoyed sometimes that people not only don't work as hard, but they don't seem to appreciate yeah. how it benefits them as well. Right. So, all right. Anything else we want to add on uh, about being an asshole? <laughs> no. No? That's about it? Okay. Um, uh, thank you for being on. Yeah. That was good. I appreciate it. And um, uh, hey, listen, we love feedback something on the podcast. froze hmm? over. What? <laughs> it's like, oh, finally, something froze over. Susan's on the podcast. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> Uh, if you have any feedback, send me an email to Dave Ryan at kdwb.com. Check out our Facebook page. Um, uh, it is uh, Take a Shower, Show Up on Time, or Take a Shower, or something like that. If you go to, go to Facebook and search Take a Shower, Show Up on Time, it'll pop up, and then you'll be able to find it and like the page and comment on the page and make a post on the page. Um, uh, tell your friends about the podcast. If you listen to the podcast the uh, first time or you've listened to every single one, I appreciate you listening, and it's all based on the book, and that's why we do the podcast uh, about life lessons um, that we can all learn something from. So maybe if you're not very aggressive, maybe you can ramp it up a little bit, or maybe if you find yourself kind of getting passed over and kind of like you know ignored or jumped over you know the over for you know other for in favor of other people, maybe you got something out of this, or if you're super successful, maybe you can share some insight on. Okay, here's how to be assertive but not be too much of an asshole to the point where nobody likes you. And does Susan have a point that going out to drinks and to dinners and schmoozing and networking and making those connections is a big help too? Your thoughts to Dave Ryan at KDWB. 
Com. Remember, the book is called Take a Shower, Show Up on Time, and Don't Steal Anything. And I'll see you next week on the podcast. Thank you.